1: Good morning, I'm Alice Dempster. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Thursday the 24th of August. In your Squiz today, predicting a big bushfire season, Australia's violence stats are out, debate season kicks off in America and training our new sports stars. This is your Squiz today. If you can believe it, winter will be over next week. And as we move into spring and the warmer weather, the Australasian Fire Authorities Council has shared its latest forecasts. And it says that big parts of the country are in for a higher than average bushfire risk season over this upcoming spring and summer, Claire.
0: Their big concern is that La Nina brought with it above average rainfall across much of Australia. Of course, Alice, we've spent a good bunch of the last couple of years talking about how much rain we had Uh, and of course what has happened is that's resulted in excess vegetation such as grass so that combined with the forecast when we look ahead as we head into spring and it's going to be a dry spring the analysts say is that when we move into summer we're going to have a fire load that's very very large and they're looking at a fire season that could potentially envy the 2019-2020 black summer season. There's some very dicey conditions that we're dealing with.
1: Yeah, that's right. And there are some main spots that emergency authorities are focusing on. They've mapped out the highest bushfire risk areas and big parts of Queensland, New South Wales and the Northern Territory are at risk.
0: There's parts of South Australia and Victoria that also need to be on alert, but the authorities have pointed out that most of the country is in for a dry spring, so no one is really immune from this. Fire authorities are asking pretty much everyone to get prepared. And as for the weather forecast, the Bureau of Meteorology hasn't officially declared that El Nino season. Uh, That, of course, is the climate driver that brings hot and dry conditions. But we're expecting to get an update on that next Tuesday, along with the official spring outlook.
1: And while we're still waiting on that update from the Bureau, their long-range outlook for September to November is in. It's forecast above-average temperatures and dryness across most of Oz. So it's definitely a good time to get prepared if you're in the higher-risk areas. For the first time, the Bureau of Stats has released data on how safe Aussies are. And at a top-line level, it's found that about 7 million Australians have experienced physical violence in their lifetime.
0: Yeah, and for men, the biggest threat is from violence while out and about, and most likely the perpetrator was a stranger. And as for women, about 70% of the physical violence that they've experienced was in the home and by someone known to them. Uh, On top of that, about 13% of women have experienced some sort of sexual harassment in the last 12 months, overwhelmingly by a man, Uh, and from the study it found that one in five women have experienced sexual violence since the age of 15.
1: And Claire, I mentioned this was a first for the ABS to do this study, but with some number crunching, there was some good news. The numbers show that the rates of violence, including sexual harassment, have been coming down over the past decade. But the experts concur that there's a lot of work to do to reduce rates of violence and harassment in our communities. It might be hard to believe, but the countdown is on for the 2024 presidential election in the US. It'll happen in November next year, and that means that we're going to start hearing and seeing even more of the presidential candidates who are running.
0: Geez, Alice, it's a bit of a day to come to grips with things, isn't it? Winter's nearly over, and now it's debate season. <laughs> and as for these debates, we're not going to be able to get away from them for the next period of time. Uh, President Joe Biden is essentially confirmed as the Democrats' candidate. He's confirmed that he wants to run again. As for the Republican candidates, there's quite a few of them, and they're going to go into their first live televised debate. Uh, it's eleven a.m. Aussie-Eastern time this morning. Uh, As for their front-runner, Donald Trump, he had said that coming along isn't his plan, but his advisers didn't rule out an appearance.
1: As for who Trump's Republican candidate rivals are, Florida's Governor Ron DeSantis, entrepreneur Vivek Ramaswamy and Trump's former Vice President Mike Pence are all in the running. India has become the fourth nation to successfully land on the moon. It happened late last night, Claire, and it means that India now joins the US, China and Russia in landing on the moon.
0: It was very keen to become the first nation to stick that landing on the moon's very chilly southern (laughs) region, which is no easy feat. The scientists describe that region as very uneven and full of craters and boulders, and they want to have a six-wheeled rocket. Rover, crawl out of the lunar lander and explore the moon's surface over a couple of weeks to collect data and images that will be sent back to Earth.
1: The moon's south pole has been unexplored up until now, so scientists say that they're hoping the region contains ice that could be turned into water for use on future space missions. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super. It's been less than four days since the Women's World Cup came to an end, but the Matildas captain, Sam Kerr, has already announced what she'll get up to next. She wants to help train the next generation of football superstars. It's been two
0: years in the making, but like you say, Alice Kerr's launching her own academy for young Aussie players aged three to 14 years old is now happening and the academy will be open to girls as well as boys and it'll have world-class training plans and sessions and the academy will have a focus on health and wellbeing, Uh, things like overcoming adversity, regulating emotions and the importance of a positive mindset.
1: Yeah, for three to 14-year-olds, it's super thorough, Claire. The program also includes media training to prepare those future little Matildas and Socceroos for the off-field attention that they might receive. And Kerr really doesn't waste any time. The Academy is taking registrations now for its 2024 kickoff. That's probably a good segue to plug our latest Squiz shortcut.
0: Yeah, it really is. (laughs) So, of course, in the last couple of weeks, there's been a lot of discussion about women's sport and funding. Uh, Also, the sorts of training programs that are available to our young Australians so that they can become world-class athletes. So we go through in this Squiz shortcut exactly what the situation Situation is, where the money is going and what it means looking forward.
1: Good one. You can head over to the Squiz Shortcut show in your podcast app to pick that up this morning or I've got the link to it in the episode notes. With the day, Claire. It's a big day for economics nerds. It's not federal budget day, but if you're into projections, it's possibly even more exciting than that.
0: Yeah, even more exciting <laughs> than budget day, which I know is very hard to get your head around. Uh, it's intergenerational report day and we're going to get a look at our budgetary position cast out for 40 years. Uh, it's a tool for policy makers to see where things could land if we keep going down the road that we're on.
1: Yeah, that will be released today by Treasurer Jim Chalmers. And here's your teaser. I reckon we'll be talking about it on the podcast tomorrow.
0: (laughs) I think you're right.
1: (laughs) That's us done for today. Thank you for listening. We'll be back with you tomorrow.